All right, well, we, uh, I, I believe we're getting, I said it last week, but I think we're getting pretty close to being done with our series, Anxious for Nothing, but I believe we have a, at least um, a little bit more to cover. Had something specific on my heart tonight to cover. So let's look at Philippians 4, 6. Uh, we've been reading this as a text, and then we're going to go on from there. Philippians 4, verse 6. It says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Go over these things. Focus on these things. You know, even going over, we're, we're, we're going over the, the Word uh, in these series. You know, we typically will preach in series. Once in a while, there'll be a one-off. But this isn't just getting the, the Word, trying to get it into our mind. It's getting into our heart. And sometimes you see something once, and then, you know, you go off with your daily routine, and, you know, life happens. And it can slip away, but when you have it reinforced over a bit of time, it has more chance to get lodged in your heart, to really get in there. And that's what we're going for. That's the intent. We're not training our mind, we're training our heart. And uh, we want it to affect our, our behavior and where we are actually going in life. We, this is, we're not just ha acquiring knowledge. We're not just acquiring, you know, a bunch of facts. If that's, if that's all it is, then it won't affect how we live and it won't affect our outcomes daily. But when we get something in our heart, get God's Word in our heart, then it changes how we look at life. It changes how we behave. And when we come up against situations that maybe we used to react a different way, we see it differently. We react differently and we have a different outcome. And so it's not, a, it's not about, uh, you know, all the information we can regurgitate. It's what is, is impacting our life. One of my instructors at Rama said it this way. He said, you know, you know what you actually do. In other words, somebody say, well, I've heard that. I know that. Now, he said, you know only what you do. What you do is what you actually truly know. When it impacts your behavior, when it impacts your daily life, that's what you know. You may have heard a lot of things, but what you know is what is uh, affecting uh, your actions. And so as we go over these things, we're looking to affect our heart. Verse 6 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So we've gone over different facets of this, talking about not being anxious, not worrying, not fretting. And, and God said here, through the Apostle Paul, be anxious for nothing. That means nothing would get us out of that state of peace. Verse 7 says, The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That peace, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And then verse 8 said, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, 
if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And this is truth. He's talking about look at truth. Now let's look at 2 Corinthians 4.16. 2 Corinthians 4.16. Let's look at that and we're going to get into what we're going to cover specifically tonight. Second Corinthians 4.16 in the New King James Version. That's what we typically read out of, and then we, we look at other versions too. But New King James Version says, Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and, ex and eternal weight of glory. Verse 18, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Verse 18 again, it says, we do not look at the things which are seen. Well, the things that you're seeing are what you're seeing with your natural eye. We don't look at the things that are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary. The things that we see with our natural eyes, they're changing all the time. But the things which are not seen are eternal. That means they're everlasting. Let's look at this in the message. Verse 18 or actually, this, this whole section, these are kind of mixed together. I think this, this is the whole section, 16 through 18. In the message, it, it sometimes it won't show actually verses. It'll, it'll uh, you know, group them together. So this is 16 through 18. So we're not giving up. How could we? Even though the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us. On the inside, where God is making new life, not a day goes by without His unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes compared to the coming good times, the lavish celebration prepared for us. There's far more here than meets the eye. The things we see now are here today, gone tomorrow, but the things we can't see will last forever. So several things just it brings out there. Number one, let's go back. Let's read it in verse 18. We're going to look at this in a, or some other verses in a, Another, some other translations, but just read this again. This, sometimes the message will kind of bring things home. You can't build doctrine on it, but if it agrees with, uh, you know, like the New King James and translations that are word for word, then, then you can use it. It says, so we're not giving up. How could we? Even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us. Well, does that ever look? If you go by what you see, uh, things could look bad in the natural. That's not a bad confession. I mean, just as we walk through life, certain things could come uh, against us. They could look like they're not, it's not going the way you want it to. But we don't go by what we see. It says, on the inside where God is making new life, not a day goes by without His unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes. He's just talking about what they're going through at that time. Well, it could apply anytime. These hard times are small potatoes compared to the coming good times, the lavish celebration prepared for us, there's far more here than meets the eye. The things we see now are here today and gone tomorrow, but the things we can't see now will last forever. 
So I want to talk to you. We're talking about not being anxious. Well, sometimes the things that's making us anxious or would tempt us to get out of peace are because we are looking at what is seen. And here it is telling us, don't look at the things that are seen. They're subject to change. Why would you get down or up for that matter on what is in front of you when it can change in a moment? It'd be silly to get depressed over something that is different tomorrow. And this is exactly what this, we're going to look at other verses are, are telling us. We, we need to understand the spiritual realm is eternal, whereas the natural realm, it changes all the time. It's temporary. It's fluctuating. And if we get our eye on what we see in front of us, then we're going to be all over the place because we're going to follow. If it doesn't look good, we're going to go, we're going to, our emotions and, and our, our outlook's going to follow that. If it looks great, we're up. Then we can be down the next day. Well, I mean, it's like looking at the stock market anytime. But I mean, look at it recently. Uh, if, you're, if, if you're just looking at what is any day, you'll make bad decisions. Because it goes up, it goes down, it goes all over the place. Well, what we see is like that. They're temporary. That means they're subject to change. We can't look at that. And if we're looking at that, looking at the things that are seen, that will get us out of peace. If everything's calm, we're calm. But if there's a bunch of ripples, we'll start getting a little ripply. If there's waves, now we're all over the place. That's, that's not as a Christian... That's not the way we ought to live. It's not the way God would have us to live. We don't have to go up and down. We have one that we can depend on. He's a rock. And so we can be constant. We can be in peace continually. 2 Corinthians 4.18, the, the last verse we just read in the NIV, says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary. But what is unseen is internal. So here it says here, we fix our eyes not on what is, what is seen, but what is unseen. So if you're going to fix your eye on something, if you're going to look at something, it's not the thing that's going to go up and down. It's not the thing that's going to change. We fix our eye on what God has said and the things that are eternal, because those things are constant. In the CEV, verse 18, 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, Things that are seen don't last forever. Well, we know that, right? Everything that was here, uh, you know, 200 years ago, some of it remains, but none of it's in the same condition. You know, everything changes over time in this realm. Things that are seen don't last forever, but things that are not seen are eternal. That's why we keep our minds on the things that cannot be seen. Or, th or that, uh, yeah, that cannot be seen. This is telling us what to focus on. If, if we're out of peace, if peace is, uh, our peace has gone and we find ourselves anxious... We need to take a step back and say, what, what is the thing I'm focusing on? Because God hasn't changed. God hasn't moved. The, the things of God haven't changed. His plan for us hasn't changed. So if we find ourselves being anxious, we need to, to take a look at what am I looking at? The Bible tells us to look at the things which aren't seen, not the stuff that we can see in front of us. 
2 Corinthians 5, 6. 2 Corinthians 5, 6. says, So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. Talking about the fact that if you're in the body, you're not in heaven. We're here. God, His Spirit is with us, but we're not in heaven. We're not with the Lord like we're going to be. Verse 7 says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. In the NLT it says, For we live by believing and not by seeing. We walk through this life And as a Christian, we ought to be walking. Of course, we have to walk in the natural. Of course, you get around in the natural. Your eyes are going to fix on things that are in this realm. But we determine what we do. We focus on what is not seen, the eternal. What God has said, what He's doing, where He's taking us. We we walk by faith and walk by our believing, not by sight, not by circumstance, not by changes in the environment, not by changes in our our situation. Those things affect us, but we don't let it get us off. See, our peace is an indicator of what we're looking at and what we're believing. See, it says, we live by believing, not by seeing. If you believe what God has said in a certain situation, you are going to have a different reaction than if you just take that situation completely at face value, only what you can see. You're going to have a different reaction than if you believe if you were in a situation even if it looked hopeless in the natural, if you believed God was well able to take you through that and over and bring you out better than you ever were before, there would be no disruption to your peace. The situation may look bad, but you believe something. You're not walking by that. You believe something, so your peace stays the same because you're like, okay, that's an input, but it's not determining what I do. I see it. I acknowledge it but I believe something different. Therefore, my peace stays level. When I start seeing myself get anxious, that means I'm believing something other than what God said, and I'm probably looking at something and letting that be bigger in my life than what He said. He said we live by believing, not by seeing. So how can I look at something that I can't see with my eyes? How can I walk by something that I can't physically see? I do it through the eye of faith. So I'm not just seeing naturally, I'm seeing with my heart. I'm seeing with my spirit man. You can see when you can't see physically, you can still see what God has said, and what He has promised, you can see past what is in front of us. So Hebrews 11.1, 1, 
says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith, now faith is the substance or the foundation or what sits under things hoped for or things expected is what that means. The evidence of things not seen. So now faith is the evidence of things not seen. What's the evidence of things not seen? It's faith. You believe something, but you don't see it, but you believe something so you can see it by faith. You don't see it with your physical eyes, but you have faith based on God's Word. And so you can see with your heart something that you can't see with your natural eyes. And that will affect how we react and affect how we behave. In the Amplified Classic, it says, Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for. Now we're not going to go into this a lot. We've taught on this before. But just to make this part clear, that word hope, see, we use hope like wish. We say, I, you know, I, I sure hope. You know, I hope such and such happens, usually just in the way we talk normally uh, in our language. It means I wish that would happen. But in the Bible, when you see hope like it is here, it means expect. It means you, you are expecting something to happen. So when it says here, now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, that means the things we expect. It's not a wishy-washy term. It's a very solid term. It's saying faith is the title deed, the confirmation. The word actually means the foundation or what sets under what we expect. Why do I expect something? Because I believe something. It says it's being the proof of things we do not see. What is the proof? Faith is the proof of what we expect even if we can't see it. It says, faith, uh, faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being the proof of the things we do not see, and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. So in other words, faith is assuring us and counting as true something that our senses don't register as true. So our senses aren't telling us something is true, but faith says it is. That's looking at the unseen. As I, if I'm looking at what I'm seeing, my, my, my eyes, maybe what I'm feeling is, is saying there's nothing here. Maybe say there's a bad outcome. And my input into my, my system is saying bad or not good. There's, we're going in a wrong direction. But I'm not being led by that. Faith is saying something else. Faith is saying, no, I, I have what God says I have. I'm going in the direction God says I'm going. And so I'm looking at what is not seen. I'm not looking at what is seen. I'm looking at what is not seen. And that causes me to react in a certain way that is lined up with the Word of God. That can cause me to go right through a circumstance that looks bad. But instead of getting caught up and looking at that, I'm looking right past it. I'm not ignoring it, but I'm looking right past it to what God says. By faith, I see something else. So this doesn't get me out of peace because I see it. Yeah, what about it? We're going past it. And as Christians, that's how we can walk. It's not denying 
what is. It's not putting our head in the sand saying, oh, no, nothing, this isn't happening. It's saying, yes, that's happening, but, and it's just like, I'm looking right past it by faith and saying, I see what's going on down here. I see, I see what God has said. I'm looking at the unseen, but I'm doing it with the eye of faith. You can see in the spirit realm things that aren't here in the natural. You can see them before they exist. In the CEV, it says, faith makes sure or makes us sure of what we hope for or what we expect, and it gives us proof of what we cannot see. Faith gives us proof of what we cannot see. So, talking about being anxious, talking about peace, when we start to get anxious, we're looking at what we see, but if we'll switch gears and say, wait, faith is giving me proof of this thing I can't see, that will bring me back into peace mode. Wait a minute. I don't see, see, the, the seeing isn't giving me assurance, but my faith is giving me assurance. That's giving me the proof. What I'm looking at will determine how my emotions go. Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope, the God of expectation, fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. See, you'll be filled with joy and filled with peace as we believe something. Well, when you're believing something, you're looking past what you can see. Because if you can already see it, there's no reason to believe. You don't have to believe anything. In other words, you don't have to believe that you see me right now. You can see me. But you know, if, if you don't see something happening right at the moment, you have to believe something. Because if you just believe what you see, then you're, if you just believe what you, or, or if you're just going by what you see, then what you think ought to happen, there's no evidence for it, and you go down the wrong path. But if you, if you believe something, then you are looking past what you see. If you see something in front of you, there's no reason to believe. You know, like I said, I don't have to believe that this pulpit is here. If I were to say, I believe there's a pulpit here, I believe it. You look at me, well, okay. You know there's a pulpit here. You can see it. I can, it's solid. But if there's no pulpit here, there, at one point, didn't have this pulpit, I said, well, I believe I'm going to have this pulpit. Well, that's a different thing. I don't see it. But see, what I believe is going to determine what I, how I react. And it's going to determine if I get in peace, get out of peace. See, what I believe even if I can't see it, determines how I act. People do this all the time in the negative, and we can see it all over the place right now. You know, uh, with the naked eye, you can't see this virus, COVID-19, or any other virus. You know, if you get a microscope of the right type, you can see it, but you can't see it. When you walk into a store, you can't see it, but people all over are, can get very uptight over something they can't see because they're believing something that, even they can't see it, it might be there. I'm not making light of that. I'm just using this as an illustration. It might be there. 
It might be there, you know, I'm going through the checkout. Well, who touched that before? You know, did they clean it? What, I mean, it might be there, it might be there. Might, see, I, I can't see it. But there's a belief there. And that can cause unrest and it can cause anxiety. It can cause a person to get out of peace. It's not based on what you see. It's based on what you believe about what you see. You're looking at something, but it's in the negative. And if it works that way, it obviously works in the positive. That's what the Bible is telling us to do. It's saying, don't look at what you're seeing. See, it's, it's true in the, in, the, in the positive as well. You may see nothing that looks positive, but you can look right at that and say, well, no, I believe there is good. We're going over this. See this? Yeah, but, but look, look what you see. Well, if you were going by what you see, uh, there's no reason to fear anything by what you see, but people believe something that they can't see can hurt them. And obviously there's a reality to that. Well, there is a reality in the spiritual realm. And it's more so. Why believe that something can hurt you? Why not believe that the power of God is, a, is well able to help you overcome? If there's a situation that we're bumping up against, and we don't see in the natural how we could go around. We can still look at what God has said and by faith say, wait a minute, I don't see something here, but I believe there's something more powerful and I believe there will be something that this will change. Didn't we read just at the beginning? The, the things that are seen, they're temporary. That means they can change in the next minute. They can change in the next hour. They can change tomorrow. We don't make big decisions based on just what we can see. We can make decisions based on what we believe, what God has said. And that's solid ground. 1 Peter 1, verse 6. 1 Peter 1, verse 6. It says, In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love. Though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Look at the end of verse 7, where it says, And glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love. See, just because we can't see Jesus, we still can love Him and know Him. And then in the next part of verse 8, it says, Though now you do not see Him, yet believing. See, you're not going... If we went just by what we saw in our faith, in Christian faith, I mean, I personally, I've never seen Jesus. But I believe in Him with all my heart. I believe He is the Savior of all mankind. I believe He is my Savior. He died for the sins and rose again for the justification of all mankind. And the Bible says if we believe in our heart that He rose from the dead, confess with our mouth that He is Lord, that we would be saved. I believe that. I've never seen Him. But I believe, if I'm going by what I see, I'm wasting my time. 
But see, we don't go by what we see. There is a spiritual realm that overshadows and trumps anything that we see in the natural. It supersedes. Let's look at Hebrews 11.7. We're going to look at a few um, examples. Hebrews 11, and we read Hebrews 11.1 1 earlier, but Hebrews 11 is a chapter full of examples of people that walked by faith. And now when we look at these, don't, don't look at these examples like, well, I know the story, so it was obvious. No, it wasn't obvious. The outcome was not obvious to any of these individuals. They weren't going by what they saw. They were going by what uh, they believed. Now, we're relating this to when, when we are walking, we're relating this to being in peace and our anxiety. What we're looking at is going to determine how much peace that we have. Now, when we look at these examples, look at this related to our lives, where we're at, what, what we're coming up against. But see, we can look past it, and we can right now walk through it with the, the perspective of faith, walk as if we're past it, it's already done, and walk with that kind of peace. Because how many... Uh, you know, things that happened five, ten years ago, if they, were, if, they, if they happened to you and they were stressful, you may not like to think about it, but if it resolved fine, uh, you're not stressed today about it. You may have gone through a tough time five years ago, but if it all resolved and worked out well, you're not stressed about it right now because it's done. You already, you've already, it's already resolved. Well, if we're walking through a situation and we have the perspective of not what we're seeing right now, but we're seeing what God has said and looking at the eternal, looking at the realities that we can't touch, but that are there, then we can experience the same peace and the same uh, state of our being as if we're already past, as if it's already done, because that's what faith is. It's counting something as done when we can't see it. You can experience the peace as if it's done now, although it's not done. But you can just fast forward and say, I see it as if it is done. Well, then your reaction's going to be, it's done. Why should I, why should I get uptight? Well, your, your, your uh, senses will try to say, because you don't see it. Well, if you just go back and see, if you've gone through certain things before, what did you experience when you were walking through a situation that's now resolved. You, you might know it's resolved now, but if you go back to the way you saw things, when you were walking through it, what did you see? What did you feel? You didn't know the future. You didn't know it would resolve. What did you feel like? You, you were maybe uncertain. And we're talking about in the natural. What, what were you tempted to see? You may have seen, I don't see where this could work out or how this could happen. But today, you already know how it worked out and you're not stressed. But right now, as we walk through things, I'm talking about generally, when, as a general principle, when we're in the middle of something that if we are looking at by sight, it could tempt us to get out of peace. If we'll look at it, remind ourselves of some other thing God has brought us through, remind ourselves of how we felt, what we saw, if we were going by senses, what it looked like, and realize right now you're in that same place. But you can experience the peace as if you're past it, 
if you'll trust what you can't see, God's Word and His promises and how He's leading and guiding, right now we can come out peaceful. Walk through it peaceful. And then when you see it resolve, you're like, well, that would have been a big waste of time to get out of peace the whole time because it's resolved. When we look at these examples, these people did not know what you and I know about their situations. Let's look at verse 7, Hebrews eleven seven. It says, By faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear or reverence, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. So Noah, we know the story of Noah. God told him, there's going to be a flood on the earth. You need to build this boat is an understatement. You know, this massive ship. And it's not raining. It doesn't look like rain. He's nowhere near water. And everybody else probably thinks he's nuts. And he's doing it not just for a day or a week or a month. He's doing it for years. And we know what was going to happen. So it looks like, well, duh. Everybody's going to be killed. The whole earth is going to be flooded. He's doing the right thing. But it doesn't look like that at that point. It looks like you're crazy and why are you doing that? But he's not going by what he sees. If he goes by what he sees, he's, he never gets started. But he's not going by what he sees. He's going by what he believes. He's going by what God has told him. And this is the way it is for all of us. I mean, you know, we wish we could just know everything, even the natural. Your flesh just wants to know. But as we walk through this earth, when we look to God and walk according to His Word and walk by faith, there's going to be things that we bump against. We can't see past them, but what we do have is what we can't see, and that's God's Word, and that doesn't change. So we don't have to wait for it to change in the natural. We can be at peace and walk calmly before we see anything change. They're walking by what they don't see. They're walking by faith. Hebrews 11, 8. Next verse says, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. But what's he looking at? He doesn't even know where he's going, but he, God has told him, you go out. He's, he's been called to something, and he's going out. He's not going by what he sees because he doesn't even know where he's going. He doesn't know what the future holds. You and I know what the future holds. We can see he's, he's going to, you know, be in the, the lineage of the Christ, the Savior of the universe. But he doesn't, he, he's got a word. He doesn't see that. But he is walking by what he doesn't see. And he, he went out, he didn't even know where he was going. And that's not something that, you know, if you told people today, well, I'm going. Where are you going? I don't know, I'm just going. I'm going to find out as I go. See, that doesn't, people don't relate to that. But when we're walking with God, we need to know what, what we're doing is what He would have us to do, and then step out boldly and not get distracted by what we see in the natural. 11, uh, verse 23, Hebrews 11, verse 23 says, By faith Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents, because they saw he was a beautiful child, and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he came, became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. 
choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. So he is saying, I'm not going to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, even though riches and power are all before of him. He's looking at something he doesn't see. He's looking past it. If he's looking by what he sees, and that's all, he has no assurance other than what he believes of anything else, he's being a fool. But we know what it was going to lead to. We know Moses is a common name. You know who Moses is. Everybody has heard of Moses. Well, at this point, none of that had happened. Moses had to step out. He had to walk by faith. Verse 27, By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Notice that. He endured as seeing him who is invisible. He wasn't looking at what he saw. He's acting on what is not seen. Verse 28, By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians, attempting to do so, were drowned. And we know that story too. They bumped up against the Red Sea. There's no way around. We know the Egyptians are coming in the back. They're, they're all shut in. Well, if you look at the natural, that looks bad. You should be, you know, and the Israelites were like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? Will we come out here to die? But Moses, see, we know the Red Sea is going to part. That's obvious to us because we've read the book. But they, they're not walking. If they walk by what they see, what, what, what would we do? Where do I go? How do I get out of this? And there would be, if it's just natural, if we're going to yield to our flesh, there's anxiety, there's stress, there's yelling, shouting, probably the scene that was going on. But God, he had the plan. He knew what was going to happen, and Moses looked to him, and they walked right through the Red Sea. Well, was there any reason to get upset? No. If you're talking to me, you're like, hey, just, I know it looks crazy, but you're going to go right through. All those people that are following you, they're going to die. It's fine. Well, how would you receive? You'd have to receive that by faith because you can't see it. 1 Corinthians 13, 9 says, For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away with. Or will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall be known, or I shall know just as I am known. And Paul's saying here, we don't see everything the way we're going to see. God does. God knows and sees everything perfect. He knows everything. There's nothing He doesn't know. But we don't know everything, naturally speaking. But what we do have is the Word of God. And what we do have is a spirit leading us and guiding us. And if we're going to navigate this world as a Christian the way God would have us do it, we're going to have to disconnect from some of the stuff we see naturally. 
And we're going to have to look past it and go by what His Word says and go by what His Spirit is saying to us and go and, and walk according to the unseen realm. And at that point, we can be at peace, we can be calm, we can enjoy right now because this is the only time this day, tomorrow, those are the only times we can walk through any given time. We don't get to do this over. So as we walk through it, we can look at what God sees. We can look at it from His perspective. And as we do that, we can walk peacefully, in faith, in joy, walking step by step, knowing that what we see is not all there is, that this can change. Isn't it silly? I mean, you've probably, I know every person that probably is listening to has had some situation where you spend a bunch of time getting, uh, you know, out of peace. Maybe you, you got upset, you were stressed, and when it was all said and done, the situation completely resolved itself and you, there was no reason you ever needed to be stressed about it. You knew it afterwards, you were like, well, that was a big waste of time. But you can't go back to that. And the thing is, when we walk through things now, the things that, that are out in front of us right now are exactly that same way that we can choose to say, I'm not looking at this. I'm not, I, I can't, see your flesh wants to say, yeah, but this is different. It, it's always going to be putting what you see versus what God says, what you can't see, and what His Spirit's telling you. Always. Just like these accounts we just read, these accounts, these are just a few examples of people walking by faith in God. They didn't see the end. They didn't see what was going to happen, but they chose to look at God. They chose to look at His Word. They chose to walk according to what He said rather than what they said they saw, and they were able to walk through it and have the end that God intended. And we can do the same. Right now, regardless of what we see, regardless of what's pressing on us, what we feel, we can know God has good things in our future. He has things that we're going to come up, up to. He has ways to get us through. He has, I mean, things can change so quickly in the natural. What we see today can change tomorrow. And we can walk knowing we don't seek everything perfectly, like what it says here in 1 Corinthians. We don't see it with our natural um, abilities perfectly, but God does, and so it puts us at an advantageous, an, an advantage to go right around, say, God, I don't see, but you do, and that makes us as if we do see the future, because we're looking at Him. And now we can walk through it. We didn't know how. We didn't see the logistics at all, but we just trusted Him, stayed at peace, walked on, and boom, stuff changed, we're past it, and we did not waste a bunch of time, we didn't get off track, we didn't uh, fill ourselves with regret, you know, uh, going off on a di different direction that God didn't have for us, but we get to the other side strong, full of faith, and even more invigorated to know, God, I didn't see how, I didn't see any way, but you brought me through. And we can walk in the future, being even bolder, that we have that testimony and God will do, for that, do that for us over and over. Amen.